Are you an architect, designer, contractor, or engineer? Modeler.com is a platform connecting architects and other specifiers with building product manufacturers. Modeler.com's engaged network of over 240,000 architects, designers, and construction professionals use Modeler.com's tools to discover, discuss, and specify products appropriate for building projects. We at KZSU Stanford thank Modeler.com for the generous underwriting of production and broadcasting costs for The Modern Architect. KZSU, Stanford University's FM radio station, broadcasting across the Bay Area on 90.1 FM and across the world at kzsu.org. From the campus of Stanford University, this is the Modern Architect radio show and podcast featuring one-on-one interviews with renowned and cutting-edge architects, influencers, and sustainability leaders. Our show and podcast informs, educates, and illuminates the transformation, joy, and inspiration architecture, design, and real estate development brings to our cities, communities, and lives. Today, we want to welcome Aaron Merriman, principal at Lujan Merriman Development Group. LMDG employs a simple yet proven strategy toward property acquisition and management. Their acquisition criteria involves identifying investment opportunities that provide a balance of price, quality, steady cash flow, location, risk, growth potential, and rental upside. First and foremost, they're recognized as cash flow investors. Aaron brings nearly 20 years of real estate and financial management experience as both an operator and investor with early stage and large companies across multiple industries. Active in his community, Aaron's an advisor on multiple boards, including the Pacific Club-sponsored Ronnie Lott Impact Trophy in Newport Beach, California. The award's given annually and presented to college football's top defensive player both on and off the field. Aaron currently lives in Newport Beach, California with his wife and four sons. For more information, feel free to visit lmdg.net. Again, that's lmdg.net. Aaron, hello. We're honored and really thrilled to have you on the, the Modern Architecture of Thank you for being here. Tom, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Oh, it's going to be fun. We like to start our show off with uh, if you have a prayer, a quote, a mantra, an axiom that moves, motivates, or inspires you personally and professionally. And love to hear uh, your audience, I'm sure, would love to hear yours as well. Absolutely. I appreciate the opportunity. So one of the things that Aaron Lujan and I really live by and invest by is never lose money. Very, very simple, hard to do, but is something that we think about all the time as we make investment decisions. So that that's very much core to what we do. That's incredibly challenging to do. I, it just seems like there's a lot of components to it and a l- tremendous amount of work to make sure that happens. Am, am I off or is there... You're absolutely right. Yeah, okay. it is difficult. You know, knock on wood, Aaron Lujan and I have been business partners since 2005. We have not lost money to date on a real estate transaction, but I think that goes to the way that we think about investing, the amount of underwriting that we do. But what's so important is for people to understand that, you know, if you if you lose 10% this year on an investment, you need to make 12% next year just to get back to zero. That's the simple math. But if you can go every year 
and you can average 10% return, which, you know, there's all kinds of stuff that's out there that, you know, people are offering 15, 20, 30%, you know, just really, really high levels of return, but they're taking inherent risks. So for us, what we do is very, very low risk. We focus on delivering 10% a year without ever losing money. And over time, the compounding of that is, is pretty exciting. You know, with that, that 98% retention just is astounding. I would believe that trust is a major, major factor. If you can go back as far as you can, why does trust matter so much to you? And of course, as a company. Well, you know, everything we do, whether it's dealing with investors, dealing with business partners, people that work for us, it's all built on integrity, which is another word for trust, right? And so we want to do exactly what we say we're going to do and we strive for that. And so I, and then building relationships, obviously you're referencing the investor group, but building and continuing to foster those relationships, you know, is what does that. And, And really our best referral source for new investors is our existing investors who, you know, believe in what we're doing not in the short term, but really in the long term. Um, that's that's what we're very, very focused on. How did you get involved with the real estate facet as an investment, as return, as as a vehicle for favorable returns and long-term growth? So how we invest in real estate has definitely evolved over time. You know, Aaron Lujan and I met in 2005 at a medical equipment company that we were both working at. He had... I had just finished up my MBA at USC. He had been doing some real estate stuff with his dad uh, prior to that. But we, you know, we kind of came together and said, hey, let's do some real estate deals. And, that, and that's really how we got started. And we, you know, we, we started off doing more. It was what we could afford. We were both in our early 30s at that time. And so we were doing more low-income kind of workforce housing stuff. And eventually we grew to what we're doing today, which is, uh, and that was kind of in that late 2012, early 2013 timeframe. But really what we kind of pivoted to and have continued to evolve is, you know, focusing on Aaron Lujan and I are both here in coastal Southern California and Orange County is where we live. We invest within an hour of where we live, but it's all prime, prime location, coastal property, And then, you know, from kind of Southern Orange County up to the Santa Monica Pacific Palisades area and then inland on the Wilshire Corridor. But what's core to what we do is finding these kind of five to 15 unit buildings that are 75 to 100 years old, have amazing character. We really transform them. We we renovate them to compete with new construction. So you have all those same kinds of amenities you know, air conditioning, in-unit washer, dryer, all the stainless steel appliance stuff. But what you're doing is you're creating a micro community experience for the tenant. And that's very, very desirable because what we're targeting is that college educated millennial. And I know this is a, a Stanford program and we, yeah. we have Stanford alumni that rent from us. So yeah. it, it's really that, that college educated millennial with great credit has a great job and they want to live in a phenomenal area. And that, that's what we provide. And from the investor side, what that provides is a very, very low risk investment vehicle because of not only where we invest, who we rent to, but the amount of leverage that we use, we're low leverage on everything we do. It's, it's right around 
how did you discover that niche? Was it something that just came to you or was it a series of uh, experiences that led you to go, you know what, these are the kind of folks that we really seem to be able to work with and help? Well, and, and it certainly evolved over time, right? But when we were doing the low income stuff and just kind of more inland, like North Long Beach or workforce housing stuff, you know, what we realized was that And it wasn't fun for us either. I mean, we love what we do. We're incredibly passionate about it. But, you know, the the returns would never come in like our spreadsheet said they would because, you know, we were having to do huge amounts of repair and maintenance every time a unit turned over. We had lots of issues with delinquency and evictions. We did lots of evictions. And so, and then, you know, but you, you can only buy what you can afford too. So, you know, at those, in those early days, we could not afford to go buy something a block from the beach. But over time, we said, you know what? There's a real opportunity. These buildings are a few blocks from the beach. These rents are super low. If we provide the right vehicle, people will pay to live here. And, and so that's what we did. And so over time, you know, we're very, very metric driven as a company. And so over time, we would test like, hey, what if we upgraded this? Can we get, you know, that much more rent? Because when you're investing in apartments, you know, you have to take a little bit of the emotion out of the fact that I'm I'm not going to live here. And so if I'm going to do this upgrade, what is it going to do to the rent? And, and you have to be really sensitive to that because it's very, very easier to over improve. And that's what we learned in these more workforce, lower income markets, because, you know, if you take a unit and the most somebody can afford to pay is a thousand dollars, it doesn't matter how amazing you make that unit. That's what they can afford to pay. And so you have to be really sensitive to that. Whereas when you go coastal into these really, really desirable areas, there's a lot more disposable income. And if you create that amazing vehicle for someone to live and you create that that experience, like we're very, very experience driven, they will pay, they will pay for that. And we just kind of continue to prove that out. We're always, we never compete on price. We want to create almost that concierge tenant experience. And so because of that, we're able to get a premium rent versus something that's literally right next door because we're competing with that new megaplex, not the apartment building next door. This is fascinating. This is also the Modern Architect radio show and podcast at KZSU Stanford, 90.1 FM. We're talking today with Aaron Merriman, a principal at Lujan Merriman Development Group. For more information, feel free to visit their website at lmdg.net. Again, that's lmdg.net. Aaron, go back to um, taking the emotion out of the decision. Is that a kind of part of the culture and that you, you, you really look at the numbers, you look at the people and, and other than the passion that you have for doing that, you ultimately decide as objectively as possible. Maybe correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're spot on. So yes, incredibly passionate. Aaron Lujan and I both were incredibly passionate about what we do. I, I love it. You know, it's not, it's not work for us. And the thing is, and it, it's easy to, to see that because you know, we give tours all the time to anybody that's interested, whether it's a potential business partner or a potential investor. And, you know, it's, it's an hour at the beach looking at real estate. And that to me, that's super fun. Right. So the taking the emotion out of it is the number side. Right. 
And that's where I think our backgrounds, you know, Aaron Lujan and I both come from a strong accounting and finance backgrounds. He is a undergrad from USC in accounting and came up through public accounting and jumped over to corporate finance and has held, held you know, multiple up to CFO level positions. I've got the MBA in, in corporate finance and did some real estate stuff and have worked in a lot of different industries. So we actually bring what I believe is one of our competitive advantages, the fact that neither one of us has worked for a real estate investment company per se. So we are very much self-taught. And so we don't wear a lot of the blinders, I feel like sometimes that other folks do. And it's very easy to make the numbers say what you want them to say, right? And we are very, very sensitive. Part of being so hyper-focused geographically is really, really a big part of what our secret sauce is because I know with a very, very high degree of accuracy what something's going to rent for. And that is key. Apartment valuation is virtually 100% correlated to the amount of revenue that it generates. So we can look at a building and literally within days, no hours underwriting it. And then we tour it and then days and yeah, we need to buy this thing. This is what we're willing to pay. And that, and that's something actually, actually that happened recently with our most recent acquisition just three weeks ago, where we had been tracking the building for quite a long time. But when it came down to buying it, we really had four days to make a decision. And we knew right away what the opportunity was, what the rents could be. And it was a no brainer. You and I have talked when I was uh, fortunate enough to view several of your properties that the experience of being that close to the beach in a building that has history and it's like a legacy building that I felt like you can't put a price, whatever you, the the rent or the lease may be, that I thought, wow, whatever that is doesn't matter because this being here and experiencing this is going to do nothing but inspire my life personally and professionally. Is that something you, you kind of reached on your own as well? Yeah, you did an amazing job of <laughs> picking up on exactly what we're trying to do. And I actually mentioned that to Aaron Lujan when we talked later that day. I said, man, this guy really, Tom really gets it. He gets it. And and you're right. I mean, you want, when you come home, you want to feel good, right? You want your surroundings to give you that energy that you can't see, but you just feel. And we pass on a lot of buildings in great locations because if the building looks like a prison, it doesn't matter how nice you make the units. You're just not going to get the rents because it doesn't create that emotional feeling that you got when you were there. And that's also why we tend to be on the smaller side, right? The kind of five to 15 units, because when the buildings get beyond that, it's much, much harder to find that experience. So, you know, we're, we're looking for these little things, whether it's private entrances, special, you know, some little character nuances, you know, the, the property that we went into was built in 1919. It still had um, it still had the original, you know, folding bed out of the wall. Um, and so, you know, th- those are just things that people love, you know, the solid wood and and all that kind of stuff. So Murphy bed, that's what I was looking yeah. for. So, you know, I mean, that, that's all really, really neat stuff that when we work our process and renovate it and bring in all those modern amenities, but keep that same character, the right tenant that we want to work with, 
immediately picks up on it and says, yeah, where do I, where do I sign? When can I move in? Yeah. Uh, go back to that right character. I think it's interesting that you find buildings that are over a hundred years old and yet you value them and yet you want to put the modern amenities on it so that it's obviously compliant up to code, all the electrical, the heating, everything is up to you. Because in effect, you're doing that with your company. You're taking some law and principles that are fundamental and timeless and putting in your own flavor with the modern discoveries. So it's, it's like a very full circle operation from my view. Again, if, if you say, no, you're off a little bit here. I, I, it's no, me. no, you're spot on. I mean, you, you completely understand what we're looking for. And, you know, we went to four or five buildings, I think. Yes. And you see the pattern, mm-hmm. right? The pattern is there by design. And, you know, if you think about these buildings that we went into that were, you know, they're a hundred plus years old, they didn't even have refrigeration when these things were originally built. Right. So, you know, people, people want modern amenities. I mean, you know, you want in unit washer dryer, you know, even though we're close to the beach, air conditioning has value. You know, but we'll restore the original 100-year-old hardwood floors because they look amazing. You know, we'll do the recessed lights. We'll put in the ceiling fans as well. But the little sconces and things that that are original, we will absolutely keep, you know, window treatments, different things like that. We, we will keep that. But again, it goes back to kind of still the whole formula. You know, we would not add. It has to make sense financially. And that's the beauty of investing where we do is that we can put in that in-unit washer dryer, we can put in the air conditioning, and we know it's going to allow us to increase the rents to a point that it makes sense financially, right? Because in the end, it's still, we're, we are a business. So, yeah. and we have investors that we need to perform for. So it's all kind of interconnected, but because we invest, and I think it's important to touch on this, in these markets that have very low cap rates, you know, four to five percent sometimes if it's a very very good location you could even sell something below four you're operating with a very big value add lever Mm. so to speak right so adding that fifty dollars of revenue you know that's 12 to 15 to even more additional value on the back end of that property and so we think about all those things we look at all those things We're, we're certainly not perfect at it but we like to test new things that come out and look at, you know, do we really need to do this? Can we get the same rent without it? And all those little things, you know, they play in nicely, but we really enjoy just what we're doing to these buildings and it's generational, right? Hmm. If something, if a building has character and looks amazing, that's a hundred years old, it's a pretty good idea that if we do what we do, it's going to look amazing in, in the next hundred years for the investor that's, you know, three or four generations past Aaron Lujan and I. And that's really how we're thinking about these properties. I mean, a lot of these are in, you know, historical neighborhoods that just have such amazing character. And so we want to, we want to maintain that and, and kind of pay it forward, so to speak. Outstanding. This is the modern architect on KZSU Stanford, 90.1 FM. Our uh, acknowledgement Today for Aaron's show are uh, two of them. The uh, The first one is the uh, Wounded Warrior Project. The Wounded Warrior Project 
serves veterans and service members who incurred a physical or mental injury, illness, or wound while serving in the military. You're, their focus is uh, often your mission. If you're uh, not a member, you're an alumnus, a valued part of a community that's been where you've been and understands what you need. To find out more information, feel free to go to their website at woundedwarriorproject.org. And our second acknowledgement is the Lot Impact Trophy. Established by the Pacific Club Impact Foundation, the Lot Impact Trophy honors college football's best in character and performance. The award is unique because it represents the first college player award to give equal weight to personal character as well as athletic performance from a defensive college player and a first national college football award based on the West Coast. The Pacific Club Impact Foundation, and for more information about the Lot, Ronnie Lot Impact Trophy, feel free to go to Lot Impact Trophy. That's L O T T impacttrophy.org. We're talking today with Aaron Merriman, a principal at Lujan Merriman Development Group. For more information, feel free to visit their website at lmdg.net. That's lmdg.net. Aaron, share with us why uh, both the Wounded Warrior Project and the Lot Trophy mean much to you. Thanks, Tom. So the the Aaron Lujan and I, uh, both of our fathers are Vietnam veterans, and so we, you know, we were raised and we support the military, and so that's something that's close to us. And the Wounded Warrior Project just does a tremendous amount of veterans that have really been impacted by their service, and so that's important. And I support them. And then the Impact Foundation is something that I got involved with four or five years ago through a friend of mine, and it's. It's just been a great way to kind of merge together my love of the game of football and philanthropy. And what I really like, I'm on the, I'm on the board there, and what I like is they look at two things and they equally weight them when they determine every year when we vote who the winner is. And they're looking at impact on the field and off the field. And they have, it's actually the, other than the Heisman Trophy, it's the only other award of this kind that is televised. Huh. And so every year they have a really nice dinner. You know, you get to break out your tuxedo, <laughs> but I, but you get to meet the finalists and, you know, we delve into them pretty, pretty hard uh, when we're determining who the winner is going to be, but you just, you just meet some incredible young men and that do so much on the field, but really it's the impact off the field. So the, the foundation raises money. We, the winner gets a, a donation to the general scholarship fund of that college. And then they also do a lot of give back into local underserved communities uh, related to youth sports. Excellent. Go back to the, uh, the conservative approach that you have. It reminds me, we'll use a sports analogy since we're on sports is baseball. Is It sounds to me like you're a group of, you, you hit a lot of singles, doubles, and obviously some home runs, but for a consistent 350 or, you know, 330, 350 over 10, 15 years versus lead the league in home runs and strikeouts. Is that a, an appropriate analogy to Cause ultimately, yeah, okay. no, it, it is. I mean, you know, there's all kinds of, I mean, one of the things about real estate, I mean, there's so many ways to invest in real estate, but Aaron Lujan and I have been, you know, really kind of value add guys from the beginning. We're absolutely conservative by nature. And so, you know, we feel like, and I certainly, you can say I'm biased, but we feel like, <laughs> What we do is as conservative as you can get. And I think when you look at, you know, we're, 
we're now kind of, you know, on the other side and coming out of the pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. And so we have a tremendous look back of the trailing 18 months and what we were able to accomplish. And during that time, we were virtually unaffected on the rent collection side of things, which is the most important metric when you're thinking about apartment investing. And then we, we've sold some buildings. We sold two buildings late last year and, and one about a month ago and, and did very well on those. There was certainly no COVID discount. So that, that really, I think, resonates to what we do because part of what's driving that valuation is people, you know, they're, they're looking to get into something that they really believe in for the long term is going to be secure and, and kind of that flight to quality, right? Because there's a, you know, there's a lot of folks that really have a concern right now about the economy versus what's happening in the stock market. And when you get into prime real assets, it's a great hedge against that. So anyway, I, I think all those things kind of speak to the risk of, of what we do. And, and again, I think it comes back to three things, where we're investing, who our tenants are, and the amount of leverage that we, that we do. Because when you put more leverage on something, it will drive up your return on your capital invested, but you are absolutely adding additional risk. And so we, we want to hedge against that. I've noticed, uh, I've got a word here that kind of sums up what you just said, at least to me, is uh, there's a discipline with this. And the discipline is an art, a science, and actually a way of being. Is that uh, kind of accurate? <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. I mean, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. I mean, it is very much a mindset. We stay in our lane. There's tremendous amount of opportunity. Uh, we're growing. And so, you know, there's lots of deals. And so there's no reason, you know, I get asked all the time, are you looking outside of California? Are you looking in other parts of California? Are you looking inland from where you invest now? And there's really no reason to, there's plenty of opportunities right now in our own backyard doing exactly what we're doing and at the risk levels that we're comfortable taking. Yeah. Before we commence your show today, Aaron, I'd love to hear your, uh, question or uh, something you'd like to share that we didn't touch on that you think is important? So I think the only thing that we could really touch on and, and you, it was great that you were able to get out there and really kind of understand what we do. Sure. The only thing that I would mention that is a little bit different than, than what's normal is kind of the, the way that we work with investors. You know, we have investors across the country. I think we're in 20 plus states at this point. But we operate because we're doing smaller funds or smaller investments or smaller buildings anyway. And our typical deal is probably kind of a three to four million acquisition price. We spend about 20% of that, give or take, renovating, depending on the specific property. But so anyways, we operate through all of that with kind of a hybrid fund. And, that, and that's how people then invest with us. That's a little bit unique, but there's a lot of great... There's a lot of important reasons why we do that. But the great thing is, is, you know, we are currently our fund three LMDG fund three is currently open. There's five units or five buildings in the fund. We have a sixth in escrow. And for anybody that's interested or wanting to learn more, they would immediately step into that, those properties. And what's neat is you can see them. You know, if you're, if you're just learning about what we do now, I can send you a video on every single building what they look like, where they are, the addresses. And so you get a real 
sense of ex- what exactly you're doing. And that's a big part of why we operate the way we do. I, and I, it's really important that people that I, that I work with understand exactly what they're investing in. I consider myself a teacher kind of in that way. And, and you know, we don't want anybody to not understand what they're, what they're doing. Outstanding. Aaron, it's been a real honor and pleasure having you uh, as our guest today. Thank you very much. No, thank you for having me. I, I really appreciate it. It's been a great experience. Thank you, Aaron. You've been listening to The Modern Architect. I'm Tom Dior. Our guest today has been Aaron Merriman, principal at Lujan Merriman Development Group. LMDG employs a simple yet proven strategy toward property acquisition and management. Their acquisition criteria involves identifying investment opportunities that provide a balance of price, quality, steady cash flow, location, risk, growth potential, and rental upside. First and foremost, they're recognized as cash flow investor. Aaron brings nearly 20 years of real estate and financial management experience as both an operator and investor with early stage and large companies across multiple industries active in his community. Aaron's an advisor on multiple boards, including the Pacific Club-sponsored Ronnie Lott Impact Trophy in Newport Beach, California. The award's given annually and presented to college football's top defensive player both on and off the field. Aaron currently lives in Newport Beach, California with his wife and four sons. For more information, feel free to visit lmdg.net. Again, that's lmdg.net. Join us again next time when we welcome another outstanding architect, engineer, influencer, or civic leader committed to positive and sustainable cities, communities, and lives. Are you an architect, designer, contractor, or engineer? Modeler.com is a platform connecting architects and other specifiers with building product manufacturers. Modeler.com's engaged network of over 240,000 architects, designers, and construction professionals. Use Modeler.com's tools to discover, discuss, and specify products appropriate for building projects. We at KZSU Stanford thank Modeler.com for the generous underwriting of production and broadcasting costs for The Modern Architect.